Welcome to the Valmica Property Investing Podcast, where I, your host, share the key to success in the Australian property investing market. I'm the founder of Valmica Buyers Agency. You can find us at valmicaproperty.com. The contents of this podcast are the personal opinion of your host and are intended for entertainment purposes only. Any financial advice must be obtained from your trusted financial advisor or a qualified professional. In this week's episode, we're going to discuss something that is very suitable according to the current economic climate. And the episode is titled Navigating Property Investment During Economic Uncertainty. So the first topic we're going to discuss under this, it would be why would you invest during economic uncertainty? The best opportunity and often the best opportunities for investing in property is during economic uncertainty. And the reason being is that the uncertainty um, creates assets that go on discount. Some of the greatest investors like the Warren Buffetts of the world, they all take the opportunity during economic slowdowns and uncertainty. It's that whole theme of be greedy when others are fearful. So I'll give you an example of someone who's done very well during this economic certainty that I came across recently. So during the 2008 financial global financial crisis, he noticed that properties were going on sale everywhere and it's prices that were just crazy compared to the value that you're getting out of them. But it's very difficult to go in and have the mindset of investing lots of money when everyone else is talking doom and gloom. And there are techniques to get your mind right during these economic uncertainties, which I'll get into next. But what this guy did was he did homework. He analyzed his suburbs very well. He did a lot of research. The research gave him confidence and confidence to ignore the negativity around and actually go in and start purchasing these properties that were in a discount. And it was a great time to purchase because not only were the properties um, going for a huge discount, but interest rates had been slashed down to zero because of the global financial crisis. So he started acquiring these properties from 2009 onwards. And by the time he, he reached 2020, he had accumulated over 100 properties. And it was all based on acquiring properties at a very, very low discount, taking advantage of these discounted properties because no one else was willing to do it. And he did exceptionally well. And then, of course, taking advantage of the low interest rate environment that we had found ourselves in for many years. So it was just an opportunistic time. During periods of economic uncertainty, not everyone can be in the position to uh, take advantage of these um, opportunities. Number one, because maybe you don't have the right mindset. And number two, you might not have the buying power to do that. And that's why it's very important to use risk management strategies as you go 
um, through your property journey. Because there will always be another time where you'll get those opportunities to acquire those discounted properties. And we're actually going through that um, stage currently. So how do you improve your buying power through time so that you can take advantage of this? And one that we, we are very mindful when we look at our, prop, our clients' uh, portfolios is the a diversification of properties within their portfolio. It's very important to have a balance between high growth properties and high yielding properties. The high growth properties will give you that economic uplift. So they will accelerate and grow your wealth exponentially. However, those properties are usually um, negative cash flow properties. They've got a very low yield because they're such high growth properties. So in order to weather the storm in times of high interest rates like we're going through now, it's important to have a balance with including high yielding properties in that portfolio because these high yielding properties, even though they don't have the growth uh, metrics that you would in with some other properties, like for example, in Sydney would, they would be able to give you enough cash flow to weather the storm and hold on to your property portfolio during times of high interest rates like we're going through now. So it's very important to have a balanced portfolio mindset as you go through your property investment journey. Secondly, it's important and a good strategy to risk management strategy to have is having well-structured lease agreements with good rental escalations in the contract. I've come across many people who have been very slack in making sure that their lease agreements are watertight and are well-structured because if you do, and you've got a good escalation or CPI linked escalation plus a spread, for example, in your rental properties, your low yielding properties become high yielding properties over time because they've got great escalation terms in the lease agreements. So it's very important to have that. And we spend a lot of time with our clients in their portfolios, making sure that they've got these metrics as well. That's all good, but you may ask, how does that help me now? Because I don't have a balanced portfolio, for example, and I'm struggling to hold on to the properties that we have now. Well, there's ways and means around that, but it'll involve lowering of lifestyle. And I'll give you an example. So I came across a client who reached out to me saying, interest rates have gone up too far. The repayments on their mortgages are they, they they can't afford them anymore what should they do so i had a look at their property and they had a very nice larger family home like a three-bedroom home and i said to them right it's all about staying in the game so if you're willing to move out of your home for the next 12 months until interest rates start coming down towards the end of next year and move into a smaller unit and a cheaper unit to rent and then you rent your existing home out you'll have a positive cash flow on the back of it so what they've done is they've taken the advice they've moved out they've rented their home and in this environment where 
rentals are in demand. They're getting a good rental quantum every week. And we managed to find them a smaller unit at a, at a much lower rental than that they are receiving on their larger home. And it's giving them a positive cash flow and allowing them to stay in the game and hold onto their property for the next 12 months. During uncertain times, it's important to do your market analysis. So it's, it's important to do it always, but it, particularly in uncertain times, because you've got the time to do it. So you don't have a rampant bull market where everyone's competing for a property. You've got time to actually look into the property and do your due, due diligence properly. And this goes into doing your research as well. So in uncertain times, there's a lot of negativity around. The way to have a positive mindset when everyone else has got a negative mindset that gives you the ability to invest in property is doing your research properly. If you dig into the facts and you are able through numbers to justify and identify great suburbs that are presenting great value that weren't presenting that great value a couple of months ago, and the numbers point out, it gives you that confidence to know that this is the good area to go into and to give you the confidence to ignore the negativity because you've got all the facts and then gives you the confidence to pull the trigger and actually invest in property during times of recessions, for example. There's still a possibility of a recession going forward in Australia. So NAB has got forecast for another hike in November and possibly one more after that. So, I mean, if they're right and we go into another two hikes, there may be a, a downturn in the economy. You never know. So there's going to be some great opportunities from now onwards in the Australian market. And to get the positive mindset to actually go out and invest in those properties, do your research properly. Secondly, when you identify the area that you want to purchase in, you've got the time to do due diligence on the property as well. The worst thing you can do is go invest in properties without doing your due diligence because it can be a very costly exercise if you miss something um, in the property. For example, there, there, might, there might be a cracked foundations, for example, or there might be a, a huge um, problem with the roof that will involve a large expense in order to uh, repair it. So doing your due diligence during uncertain times and having your strong factual basis not only gives you the confidence to go into the market and invest, but it also allows you to avoid costly mistakes that would put you into a difficult cash flow situation down the line. And it allow you to hold on to and the properties and stay in the game in the long term, because that is what will make will create wealth for you and your family. So to sum up, economic uncertainty creates opportunistic uh, acquisitions. When there's market downturns, it's important to retain your confidence by doing research and getting a strong factual basis to give you the confidence to ignore the negativity around. And that was a classic example of that person I spoke to you about that acquired 100 properties. But there's huge 
deals that you can do as well. So we uh, were approached by a client and they were very interested in purchasing a property but didn't know how to do it because they couldn't afford it. When we looked into it, we actually started negotiating with the seller and it turned out the seller was in a very distressed um, situation. So what we did was we put a deal together whereby we allowed the buyer to put down a deposit. The deposit wasn't going to be enough to acquire debt from the bank. However, they were going to be in a different, a different situation in a couple of months' time because they had a contract that was going, a work contract that was going to allow them to accumulate some capital over the next couple of months. And just the timing was off. So the seller and the buyer entered into a contract whereby there was an agreement that there will be a deferred type of settlement with a, a deposit now securing the asset and then terms whereby if for example anything happened to the buyer and they lost the contract and weren't able to afford there would be a refund so the deposit was sitting in a was partially distributed to the seller and partially distributed into a trust account and it allowed the deal to go ahead in a couple of months time which in, if there wasn't economic uncertainty which creates those distressed sellers, you wouldn't have been able to do it. So there's a lot of these opportunistic acquisitions that you can do. And it involves just a bit of negotiation and a little bit of equity and debt structuring which we can do for our clients and get them into a great opportunity whereby it's just the seller and the buyer. The role of financing is very important during economic uncertainties. Um, so there's a couple of examples um, that I'm seeing in the market with, with buyers. So what will happen is if we do get interest rate hikes like NAB is forecasting towards the end of this year, what that will do is it'll bring forward the cutting cycle. And if there is no hiking cycle at the end of this year, the cutting cycle will be a bit, little bit delayed, but the market is still pricing in the cuts to happen towards the end of next year. I have a client that is accumulating a deposit and they will be able to acquire a property in the next couple of months and purely because interest rates will start going down, the affordability will get better, and the opportunity to invest in that property is huge now because they'll be acquiring it at a time when the, the property is still discounted and the cash flow is going to improve within the next 12 months. So they're taking a forward-looking view on the market and being opportunistic around it. But obviously that involves a bit of risk, but with a little bit of a buffer that you can accumulate and with a little bit of economics and data analysis, the, the client actually got a bit of confidence and is willing to take the risk. And, and it's sometimes taking that risk that gets you up the ladder further, but it's not for everybody. Okay, so moving on to the auction clearance results for this weekend ending the 15th of October. New South Wales had a strong, strong clearance rate of 70% with Sydney clearing at 72%. Queensland, 
Queensland clearing at 58.8%, with Brisbane clearing at 63%. Brisbane slightly down on last week's clearance figures. South Australia is a little bit lower this weekend at 72%, with Adelaide clearing at 72.3%. So that is a notable decline in clearance rates, even though it is still pretty high. Victoria clearing at 67%, so maintaining that consistency with Melbourne at a clearance rate of 68.5%. Western Australia, these numbers are very volatile, as for reasons I've mentioned in prior episodes, but they cleared at a rate of 75%, with Perth clearing at 75%, the figure as well. I hope you found this episode valuable and insightful and we look forward to seeing you in the next one thank you for joining me on this episode of the valmica property investing podcast i hope you found our discussion insightful and empowering if you're interested in finding out more about our services at valmica buyers agency visit our website at valmicaproperty.com There you'll discover how we can assist you in making informed decisions and achieving your property goals. See you on the next episode.